Welcome back to another episode of Hello Reality. It's Eric and Joseph talking about episode 11 of the challenge ride or dies. That's right, Joseph, my number one allegiance in this world, A-L-L-E-G-A-N-C-C-T, allegiance. Joseph, how are you doing, man? <laughs> oh, man. You know, um, I wasn't gonna give Olivia a lot of grief on that until she finished out the spelling of the word. Like, like at first it was like, oh, then she's kind of close, and then she just like really fumbled it at the end there. <laughs> And it's like she did the real life equivalent of smashing her head on the keyboard to finish out that word. It's like yeah. what? Where did I these letters the come spelling, from? I think it was the spelling equivalent of uh, the Bucks game on Sunday and the Patriots game on Sunday. Oh my God, dude! Why would you bring these things up? We <laughs> had the worst weekend in football. Uh, oh my God, I do not want to talk about Jacoby Myers right now. That's the last thing on my mind. <laughs> Let's talk about anything else. Anything else? Uh, holidays. Happy holidays. We're recording this on December twenty third. Merry yes. Christmas. Happy belated Hanukkah. I think. Uh, you got any travel plans? Any anything exciting coming up? Do you get some good presents this year? Um, I think there are some good presents coming my way. Hopefully, um, I my it's family to lives... receive than give. We all know that. Nice. Yes. Um, you know, <laughs> we we talked about pre podcast uh, my financial situation. Somebody hacked into my my card, and so now all my money is like. Ugh. But anyway, um, so my yeah, family lives not in good. Florida. You're not great. Uh, so I don't really have to travel that far. Uh, well, listen, Joseph, as your ride or die, as long as I still have a bank account, you, you still yes. have some life left in you, okay? <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm here exactly. for you, buddy. Even if I'm out of the game, uh, Eric Eric got me, uh, just in That's case. That's right. right. Hell yeah. Um, so I'm, well, I'm excited to talk about this one. It's a trivia episode, and this did not disappoint. Look, it just it just never gets old. I think these were some of the all-time dumbest questions, and we saw this, some of the all-time dumbest responses. So pretty excited about that. This had to be the easiest trivia challenge they've ever done. Yeah, um, I what? knew every single answer, and every single one, with the exception of maybe two, I was like, oh, that's a gimme. Like, 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 oh, yeah. they, like, oh, they gave them a gimme. And, oh, my gosh. Uh, we'll go through it. Um yeah, this was yeah. pretty abysmal, um, and we've we've had some bad ones in the past. But man, this one might take the cake on some of these. I think because so. like these and weren't even like like with some of them. You're like, okay, they don't know geography, they don't know this. These were all like pop culture, right? Like these are all things that you would think that just from living life and being aware of things uh, that maybe they would get. Like I, I right. did not think any of these were especially deep cuts. You would think that by roughly age six, you would know most of these answers. Uh, just like that's all the experience in life I think you need to get some of yeah. these. But I, I got some exciting news. I've come up with a couple of questions that I think uh, are on par. Uh, I'm, I actually challenged myself. I said, Eric, can I come up with questions that are easier than these? I thought it would actually be really hard to come up with easier ride or die questions than theirs. And I was right. It was so hard. I only came up with a couple. <laughs> And I'm going to quiz you with them. So that's going to come later when we start talking about the trivia Ooh. challenge. So get excited Ooh. for that. A game. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be it's going to be pretty quick. I think I think you're going to do well. That's all I'm okay. going to say for now. But nice. you never know. And of course, we also see Norris exit the game this episode. 
Nelly, Scuba Nelly's Ride or Die. Yes. In one of his all-time best episodes where he gets not one, but two trivia questions right. Unfortunately, um, this was probably the one trivia challenge that he should have wanted to lose because <laughs> Norris goes home as a result. Yeah. A direct result. So. I didn't even think... I didn't even think... I was thinking about that before the challenge. I was like, man, this could be the one challenge that Nelson... Like, when they talked about what the daily was, I was like, this would be the challenge to throw. Like, if you're Nelson here, right? Because and it would be so easy for him. It would be so oh easy. God. Nobody would question it. Like, no. they'd just be like, oh, okay, he doesn't know that Mary Kay and Ashley are on Full House. Uh, I was surprised yeah. he'd do that, to be honest. But uh, he's got some years on you and me, so I can imagine him maybe watching that show um, a while back. But... Um, yeah, I think this would have been the time if he knew that he was on the outs, if he knew that Norris was very likely to go in, this would have definitely been the time to throw a challenge, but I guess that is just not who Nelly T is, right? And this didn't even come up on the show at all. I would have thought no, yeah. several people would, would want to throw. Not not Fessy, obviously. He is only thinking about himself in this game. <laughs> the ride or die. Yeah, what? Chauncey, like, what? Ancient history. He didn't have to throw, um, you know? <laughs> and, and that would have been such a easy way right for him to be like oh i didn't know this really obvious fucking question um he could have just been like oh i was throwing it because i didn't want amber to go in and nobody would have been the wiser and it would have been actually a good strategic move since it wasn't a guy's day <laughs> right wait i'm help me out you were talking about fessy here and amber going in he didn't no, want no, amber chauncey, to go in chauncey did i say fessy i I, I said Fessy, and then I think you started talking about Chauncey. But either way, like same same idea. Well, let's let's revisit this when we get to the challenge. But I am shocked that throwing it never came up for anyone. Although I'm sure right. at least one person was. Maybe it just didn't make air. It's but like a battle of the bloodlines. They were throwing challenges like left and right. You know what I mean? With like their yeah. opposites on the team. So it's, Dude, it's bizarre to me. Heavily incentivized to throw challenges here at this point. You would think. I know they don't know about the secret twist where you live and die with your ride or die. Even still, you would think that some of them would be like, hey, let's just look out for each other. Like, it's it's a guy, it's a girl's day, so the guys can easily throw this challenge. Anyway, we'll get to Especially it. Especially if you're uh, in the minority because it's like, what do you have to lose? Like, that's your only way of overcoming being in the minority is like, okay, I'm just going to throw this challenge in to get what I want. Right. And I, we haven't even said the obvious yet, but... Um, I don't. I don't think anyone wants to go to a final with Anissa on that team, right? Wouldn't this be a good chance to get her out? <laughs> oh man, Bessie had a confessional where he was like, yes. uh, his team couldn't afford to lose a single woman," and I was just like, eh, "They could afford to." <laughs> <laughs> that's just a lie, Fessy. Stop lying to the cameras, man. We know that's not what you're thinking. Are you kidding me? You know what's crazy to me is that like on this show, nobody has given Veronica like any respect. Like in these like recent seasons, right? And Veronica, is she really that different than Anissa? Like, like. Oh, I see where you're going point, with this. Like, yeah. I just don't understand why people respect Anissa so much, but don't respect like people like Veronica. I, I, that just doesn't make sense to me. I look. I I I've, I've long since trying to understand the whole Anissa situation. Why she keeps getting cast. Why people start uh, keep acting like she has a chance to win a final. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And I'm talking in circles yeah. at this point. So yeah, let's just not let's, harp on it. Yeah. Let's move um, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Going back to the intro, a few things at the start of this episode as we proceed in chronological order now. Uh, the episode starts with Casey and Nani talking about Kenny, and I almost just stopped watching at that point. I'm like, <laughs> God, 
Stop. Yo, Eric, is it just me or was this like one of those completely canned like type of scenes where the producers oh, are yeah. like, hey, Casey, we need you to go or Nani, we need you to go over to Casey to ask her how she feels about her brother leaving. Like every single thing they were saying, it was just like, I, I was like, this seems so fake or is like yeah. this actually how they talk? Like she, like Nani goes over to her and she's like, Casey. I, are you upset about your brother leaving? Like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, 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 like what? And then Casey's like, yeah, it's like he was here and now he's not. And it's, I'm just like, whoa. Classic Casey. <laughs> it's, it's, yep. like, it's like, is this actually how their conversations go? Are they actually that bland? Like, I, like, I feel like we've seen these lately and we know that they happen according to other challengers. Like they'll have them like recreate scenes and that's what this came off to. A hundred percent. Yeah. Without a doubt in my mind. I'm glad you said that too, because that was my exact thought watching it as well. And I also was thinking too, on a related note, I feel like we get so much more screen time devoted to confessionals than to what actually happens in the house. And I kind of miss it when we just got more of what is happening there. When you think of all the famous scenes in, in challenge history, it's like what goes on in the house. Interactions, like more, more genuine interactions. I feel yeah. like we, we've really... Lost our way. I'm still enjoying the season. It's miles ahead of yes. the whole spy theme seasons, but yeah, this this all came across a little bit phony to me too. For example, like one of the better sequences this season was everything with Nani and Michelle, them being mad at each other, Laurel and Michelle, and those were scenes yes. that they let play out um, instead of like you Good said, point. editorializing it all the time. Um, and this same Laurel's great at that. Yes. In this same discussion, uh, Nani has this to say about Kenny, that he was one of the most respected men of the challenge. Eric, where do we land on that? Where do we land on that? Uh, (laughs) You know how I said in the beginning that like, man, I I can't believe uh, I've, I've never heard anything dumber than some of these answers to the trivia questions this episode. Well... I stand corrected, Joseph, because this was actually, I think, the dumbest thing said in the challenge. Now, I'm sure she's talking about his character or whatever, you know, sweet, sweet Kenny, as TJ called him. We're taking his word for it because we only heard him say like three sentences the entire season. (laughs) But this is this is just an insane thing to say. (laughs) <laughs> it's not even I like know. I have no words. Even even if you wanted to say like most respected, like nicest guys of the challenge, he's not even in the top five. <laughs> like like right. top ten. Like the top edit, whatever. Like like Kahana, Landon, like there's so many respectable <laughs> Brandon Nelson. Like there's so many people I could name before him who are nice and like also respected. Like what? Like even Casey's reaction, even she was like, she could, she was like, uh, yeah, like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure half the cast doesn't even know his name at this point. Official <laughs> yeah. Kenny Clark. Yes, K- Casey's brother was forget. one of the most respected men on the challenge ever, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so, so that was wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, um, did, what was next? Okay, I got you. Don't worry. Yes. Next thing. Before we get to trivia, one more thing happened that I thought was really funny, which is that Mariah is talking about her relationship with Amber and how going into this game, she knew Amber and Fessy didn't get along so great, and she came in kind of being on opposite sides with Amber, but the more she got to know her, the better she liked her. 
especially in light of uh, Fessy's recent actions towards Mariah and how Fessy doesn't give a shit about her at all in this game. And I thought it was just so funny and appropriate that, that Fessy's ride or die comes into the show and leaves disliking him and liking his enemy, Amber. Uh, so appropriate. Classic Fessy. Uh, what else is new? He is just the destroyer of relationships in this game. So selfish. Messy Fessy it, strikes again, Joseph. And you know what? We're not hating on Fessy's... Like, if that's the way he wants to play the I game, am. that's that's fine. Oh, I am too, because I think he's really bad at it. <laughs> um, like, just I don't, to be clear, I, don't I am he, hating on Fessy's game. Because, like, I, sorry. Yeah, he just plays, like, insanely selfish, and I... People at this point, if they're not picking up on what he's doing next season and don't try to get rid of him early, it's just like, why? Like, why not? Like, he's not trustworthy. He's a threat. Like, I just don't understand. I don't get it either. It's kind of frustrating watching him just coast to the end season after season on the you back of is. the most boring alliance of all time with Casey. Yeah, that's like, what God, it is. What do we do to deserve this? It's, it's his built-in alliances with these people. Uh, and like this episode really reeked of it with Nani once again getting through without much fanfare. And it's just like, you know, yeah, th- this is not fun to watch. <laughs> like, like, like this, like, I understand that I don't think that the minority alliance is doing that well, to be honest, like strategically to give themselves like a, a good shot. Um, I don't think Amber and Chauncey were doing the best they could. I think that Jay and Michelle completely misused their power when they had it. But they really do have to overcome a mountain with like this pregame alliance that's been right, like, right. season after season. It's it's not fun, of course. And look, uh, did, did they play spectacularly well? No, but I give Jay and Michelle some credit for at least trying a little bit. Like when they were here... It was interesting. They were clearly the targets. They were the de facto leaders of the, you know, upstart alliance until they made a few quizzical decisions along the way. But it's it's been boring. Yeah. I love Jay and Michelle, um, and I I don't think that they're necessarily bad players, but I I think everything they did was pretty abysmal, to be honest. Like I, I I I yeah. That's that that's another you know that already happened, but. We've already devoted a few podcasts to this. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm coming around to it more and more. No half measures. They did a few half measures. Like, I I wish it was all-out war. You know what I miss? Yeah, exactly. Fresh Meat too. That was it, an awesome season. It, it or did, the, Rivals. The whole, yeah. Just to sum it up quickly, just the whole notion that... All right, get it up. <laughs> ...that Johnny Bananas is going to have your back at some point... When you look at all the relationships he already has pre-built in, and then you got this Mariah one that's that's happening, it's like, what were they thinking? Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, it's just like, it, like to have the maybe even if they save them for one daily, that's just like such like short-term like thinking. And I think that you know Jay should not have deferred on Michelle with that if that's not what he wanted to do, and that's been his problem okay. on the challenge. But anyway, yeah, do you so. feel do you feel good now? Yes, yes. Well, I don't think we actually <laughs> ever agree. podcasted about any of the episodes where they like had those decisions. I think those were both the ones we might have skipped. If I'm we didn't, we did miss a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so, let's. But yeah, anywho. moving on from that. Yes. Um, I, you know, it's hard. It's just so hard because so many rookies are just grateful 
to be the barnacles at the bottom of the ship and get carried on for a few extra rounds in a desperate attempt to get called back on another season, that's what they're overcoming. That's what they're up against, I think. It, it's yeah. just so hard to get all the rookies willing to play a big game and play for the win and try to actually take control and get numbers in a game. It's, it's just so hard. You, I, you're going to have a hard time getting a aggressive enough crop of rookies. I think that we've just like, never yeah. seen that happen. Not in a long time. So we need some kind of civil war among the vets. And they've been pretty freaking smart about staying together and just coasting to the end. The last yeah. like four or five seasons. I don't know. I, th- I think like you rough. said... I think like you said too it's hard to have like a whole group of them being aggressive right like usually there's one or two outliers the johnny and ravens this season and then we see what happens to them and it's not at a fault of their own it's really at the fault of other people who are working with them to not be more aggressive right yeah you can only work with what you got yeah but anyway are you ready to talk trivia yes okay well, first, my thought was, I was re-watching the episode today. We get to trivia. I see a couple questions, and I'm like, oh, my God. A light bulb goes off in my head, and I realize the challenge trivia has devolved to the point where it's simply SNL celebrity jeopardy. And I think that this is a really accurate comparison. For those who haven't seen it, they just lampoon celebrities, make them look like complete idiots, have the dumbest questions, dumbest answers. It's a, it's a farce. And that's what this is. And then I scroll on the challenge subreddit, which I frequent, and I realize that someone, not only has someone posted this exact thought, but I actually had seen it the night before, forgot about it, and then thought I had an original idea. It's not. It was in my subconscious. So credit to Johnny Bats 330 on Reddit for posting this about SNL Celebrity Jeopardy. I think you're dead on. And in the spirit of Celebrity Jeopardy, I've come up with a few questions for you, Joseph. Are you ready to hear a couple of my ride or die questions that I think might just barely be easier than the ones on the show. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Here we go. Shrek. We were talking about Shrek recently, so this one should be easy for you. Shrek's ride or die is a donkey. What is the donkey's name, Joseph? Uh, uh, Eddie Murphy. No. <laughs> the donkey's name is, uh, I believe, Donkey. <laughs> nice, nice. Can can you see that being on the show? Honestly, anyway, I got one more. I think that one might be too hard for them. <laughs> I actually think that could trip people up. I think yeah. I think you yeah. would get a random yeah. guess. That's Honestly, now that I think about it, yeah, they might like outthink themselves with that one just because of this. They're like, it can't be that obvious, right? Right. Oh, a la Johnny Bananas. Uh, what's the language of Australia? <laughs> Dutch. Like, like yes. you might get one of those situations. Can Can TJ? Can we put this in the next one? Like, how did they not do this uh, with the Puss in Boots tie-in? Uh, but yeah, okay. <laughs> right, right. I was just gonna say, like, wouldn't this have been perfect? Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, here's I got one more. Yes. Who is Patrick Star's ride or die? Who lives in a pineapple in the show SpongeBob SquarePants? <laughs> um, I believe that is SpongeBob SquarePants. You got it, man. You would have done well. You would have been a real Nelson in this trivia <laughs> I would challenge. Have killed it, man. I'm the king of trivia. <laughs> and then I would have done like the boxing motion in my confessional. Yeah. Man, Nelly yeah. is so fun. And like he really chews up scenery, uh, but it's like I'm into it like almost every time. Yeah, 
Yeah, me too. And yeah. I, <laughs> this challenge was fun. This was easily the highlight. I laughed it worked. so hard, like during this whole thing, and like, like there's like comedy shows I don't like, like that I don't laugh at as hard as this. Like this was <laughs> hilarious to me. Okay, out. Let's, it never let's gets take a trip old. down memory lane for <laughs> the people who haven't seen this episode in a couple days. Okay, uh, yes. notable questions in my opinion, and I want to hear which one you think is the worst. The worst. Miss. Who is C-3PO's robot ride or die in the famous cartoon Star Wars? The last name of superstar tennis sisters who hail from Compton. Uh, And then the other one that they got wrong was which biblical couple lived in the Garden of Eden? I believe these were my top three worst misses. I think the worst miss is... I think it might be the Serena Williams uh, and Venus Williams thing. I think so, yeah. I think that might be the worst one because, like, the biblical thing, it's like, all right, if... It's inexcusable, honestly, but, like... (laughs) Yeah, please justify how anyone can not know about Adam and Eve. But, like, okay, you're not well-read, like, at all. Like, in any capacity. Um... Fine. Look, like I'm not. But I'm, we're not a nice podcast. Casey's an idiot. She she is Casey's really not smart. Not educated. <laughs> like, no, she's not. She famously and, and, found and wolves were vegetarians. I feel like she's done pretty bad on all of these. Like every yes. time she has to go up, it's like pretty bleak. And I feel like it gets underreported, uh, to be honest. Um, and I feel like we've seen this with puzzles as well. Yeah, not a thinker. Um, and but the. The Serena Williams and Venus Williams one, it's like, they are the biggest, you know, like, story. They just got a movie released about them. Like, Serena Williams is one of the greatest athletes of all time. Like, and she's in the argument for greatest athlete when you compare her to others. It's like, huh? Like, like I... And, and Chauncey's excuse was that he didn't hear, like, sisters... But I feel like they might have said the tennis? word athletes or something or superstars and their sisters who hail from Compton. Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like context clues. I get you're spinning on this big fucking thing. But, like, there is no – like, Eric, this was the one challenge where I can confidently say there's no way I would have gotten any of these wrong. Even if you put me on a contraption. Like, some of the ones in the past, <laughs> fine. But this one, there's no way. How do you spell allegiance, Joseph? Um, A-L-L-E-G-A-N-C-C-T. <laughs> All right, cop out, cop out. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll let this one slide. Yeah, I I mostly agree. I obviously would have missed the music question. Um, I think I would have said exactly what Devin said <laughs> about, uh, what was it called? I forget. The Alicia Keys one. I would have said Rihanna too, I'm pretty sure. But otherwise, yeah. That one, um, that one I will you. give I will give people. If they didn't know that one, that's that's fine. That's I did Look, know that, but it's it's a it's a deeper cut, I guess. I'm famously music illiterate too. So I yes. it could just be me. I have no clue. But everything else, insanely easy. Yeah, we we agree. Uh, I think you're right, and just to just to clarify, he said tennis was the keyword that he didn't miss. Uh, I, I'm with you. They packed so many context clues in here; it's it's really hard. 
to uh, to miss this one. But look, if you didn't hear the word tennis, makes a little bit more sense. I, I hesitantly are they not will repeating to the questions for people though? Like that that was my thing. Is like so? Did you not think to ask? Did they tell you like, hey, we're not going to repeat it? Like like know. that that makes it seem I don't know, but whatever. Um, I don't know. We'll never. I know. will say we'll the know. Bonnie and Clyde one. I had to think about that for a sec. I was like, I was like, wait, who? like I had to think about it. Um, mm-hmm. but I did get, eventually get it. Thelman way Louise, harder than the rest. I could understand a lot of people not getting that. To be honest, it's like you know, kind of an older movie. It's not. Uh, it was really popular when it came out, but it doesn't have a lot of staying power. I feel like nowadays. Um, I I was. I was like, okay, if Johnny and Anissa get this, they'll they'll definitely get it right because they were born around that time. So it was not surprised to me when Johnny uh, eventually got it. Yep, yep. I would say that one and Thelma and Louise too. I I know Thelma and Louise, but I would have had to think about it. Like on on the fly, I was like, oh shit, I know this, I know this, I know this. Yeah. And then he answered it, so I might have missed that one too. But just just to say, okay, maybe we're not we're not that smart either. You know, maybe maybe there would have been a miss or two in there. But in yeah. any case. Let's, uh, let's, I think, wrap this up. I think we've beat this to death like we do every season. Yes. I mean, good Fessy job, Nelson. We were impressed. Yep. Except for the fact that he probably should have thrown it. Uh, Fessy and Mariah don't know a single <laughs> thing about each other. How do they know each other again, Joseph? They, they definitely on, like, just like Tinder hooked date? up one time, right? And like, like, and like, they DM occasionally about stuff and like they're cool. I don't know. Like, they probably just hang out. You know what I mean, and like a party with each other and stuff. I would imagine, like yeah, you can't know each other family. that well. Like yeah, like dude, your family. That's the kind of stuff you talk about after one or two dates. I would think, right? Like uh, they, they can't be that good friends. I feel like so, they never I dated, think, but like I don't know. Do you know how many siblings I have? How many siblings do you have? Yeah, you have uh, what one brother. See, yeah, exactly. So, like, I don't think it really. I have, I have uh, three brothers. Damn but, it! Um, damn it! Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. So, All right, how many siblings do I have? How, how yeah. many siblings do I have? None. And eh, wrong. I have 112 half siblings. Last we checked. Damn, what you got me there. Yep. You got me don't there. know a single thing about me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is this is true, by the way, not a joke. <laughs> that is true. Down. That is true. In case anyone's I, confused. Yes, my uh, my thinking was, you know what I meant. Um, you're right, of yeah, course, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Only child. But, um, uh, I have no idea what month you were born in. So. Mm, oh, see, yeah, that that might have been tough for me, too. I think you're July. I want to oh, say July. Oh, damn, look at you. Um, okay. July so 30th? Does your just pass or am I crazy? Yeah, November 1st is my birthday, so not too what, far off. What was that? What's your birthday, though? Is it the 30th, 31st, something like that? It's July 28th. So you were close. All right, well, in the ballpark, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't do so great either. All right. Yeah. Well, after this podcast, let's get let's get some flashcards for each other. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> luckily for us, we're not on a TV show embarrassing ourselves. Yeah. Uh, team Fessy wins again. Um, they they made a run at the end, the other team, but the scrawny nerd team couldn't even win trivia, dude. That's unfortunate. I was very disappointed in Devin for the, uh, I know I said like, Hey, that's kind of a deeper cut, but I really thought he was going to know it. Like when, when they said it and I, and it landed on him for the last one, I was like, Oh, this is like what you want. Like in this situation. Right. Um, sure. So what was I the was, last one was, again? It was the, uh, um, 
Brooklyn State of Mind question, the answer being okay. Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. I wasn't sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah and but he, he said Rihanna. It. He got the Jay-Z part right, but he said Rihanna. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, Which, Alicia by the Keys way, is I'm... underrated. Not a lot of people remember her, I feel like. I'll take your word for it. I would have said Jay-Z, legitimately. Are you proud of me for knowing half of the equation? I am proud of you. Yeah, I am proud of you. At least you wouldn't have looked like a complete, like, yeah, like out of touch, whatever. Right, right. I, I wouldn't have said uh, Taylor Swift and Justin Timberlake. <laughs> it would have been <laughs> slightly better than that. They would have they would have immediately unstrapped you from that thing and just told you to go home. If that, that <laughs> It's fair. That would have been understandable. So anyway, Fessy, Team Fessy wins again. Uh, woo! <laughs> the one challenge that they're not like geared toward. I feel like too they landed on like the the right question. Sometimes there's like a lot of that where I was just like, oh, of course it lands on Anissa for this. Of course it lands on Johnny for this. Like anybody hey, else no gets excuses. that Belma and Louise question, that like they're fucked. Like, look. You know, easy to say, but I, I think both teams were very equally dumb. I think neither team deserved it, but it had to go to someone. That's how I feel about this challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So it is a girls' day, like, so we do like, get to do, see. Do we expect Horacio to know who Thelma and Louise are? Like, like or I'm sorry, um, what did, what was it? Bonnie and Clyde. Like Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, yeah, that's one I can see people missing. That's fair. Yeah. Look, a little bit tricky, but Bonnie yeah. and Clyde, Thelma and Louise. I feel like those even each other out. Those are pretty even questions, you know. That's fair. Look, let's not rehash this into the dust. Um, yes. Next up, sorry. we we got the post daily scene. We got a party. We get the the. Girls jockeying for position, trying to save their own hides with different strategies. We see, um, I'm going to slow down too, but just to like to get it all in one go, right? We got the approach. Uh, the approaches up on the table, I think, are promise everybody everything versus only promise one person that you're going to save them and take your chances that way. We see Nani and Mariah opt for different strategies. What do you think? What do you make of this? What are the highlights of this pre-voting stage of the episode? So, I so Mariah promised like Amber outright, like, "Hey, I'm, I got you." I think so. Or was it more of just like a friendship thing? I think it was overt. I, I remember seeing something on Reddit where like she tweeted and clarified this. I'll go look it up, but let's operate under the assumption that yes, she promised Amber. Yeah. I think, like, the approach of, like, going to everybody and promising them is not great. Whereas, like, Nani, it's like, what, like, like she said in confessional, what else is she supposed to say? If someone asked you, yeah, what are you going to say? Like, actually, I am going to put you in. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. It's tough. I, yeah, like, I, I don't. It's it's not a good move. Like like not only is it tough, but it's just like you're putting me like now you say you're putting me in a position where now I basically have to lie to you, right? Um, right. So and I don't think anybody could really fault Nani for that. Um, this was, by the way, uh, this interrogation, everything. I thought this was great, like television, like everything that happened here. I thought was very compelling. Right. I I think it was it was solid. It was pretty solid. Um, what was the best part, you think? I just thought, I thought that like everybody's talking about, oh, this is Nelson's episode and everything like that because of the trivia. I thought 
the way he was carrying himself throughout this, like all his arguments were like on point with people. Like he sounded like super rational where in the past we've had like Nelson kind of go off the handle and not really being able to express himself in the right way. And he called out his team on like, Hey, last time we were here, you decided to not really say anything. And then when we got to elimination, everybody decided to play dumb with who they wanted to send in. So let's put everything out on the table. And they did. And when people were coming up with arguments of why they should send in Norris, they're like, she's a strong competitor. And he's like, she's a rookie. Like, Amber's freaking won. Nani's been to how many finals? Like, they're vets. Like, what are you guys talking <laughs> about? You're saying you want to keep the team strong. But last week, we sent in freaking Horacio. And, you know, Kenny got sent in. Uh, we should have sent in Devin or Jordan. And uh, I think Fessy kind of chimed in with that. But I just thought, mm -hmm. like, I just thought they were really calling out, like, Tori and Johnny and everything that they were d trying to do. Uh, Tori at one point said, like, look, maybe some of us have ties on the other team. And Nelson's just like, we do. <laughs> like, everybody does. <laughs> like, that, that's how this whole thing's operated. So, like, let's not try to, like, pretend anything. I, I thought ultimately he didn't get his way. But I don't think that was going to happen regardless of what he did. Um, but I think he did a good job of exposing some people's games here. Yeah, I look, I don't disagree with anything you said for sure. Uh, just to me, it, it, it just wasn't the most compelling, I guess. Like I, th I thought it was fine. It sounds like you just were more into the, the voting and the strategies and the exposing and everything here. To me, it was just like, I don't know. It was, it was almost like a foregone conclusion. It, to me, it feels like it's just so clearly the vets against the rookies. And then obviously you got the Tory Jordan, Norris situation. Wonder, wonder where she's going to try to steer this vote. Uh, she, she did say all the right things, but no surprise. Well, Norris is still, the one who ends up getting targeted. I think there was still like, Oh, is it going to be Amber that they vote in? Is it going to be Norris? Like, I think there was still, yeah, like, that was little, it. Yeah. Um, but, but also too, I liked seeing Tori kind of get called out on like having so much power and maybe we'll see more of that next week, but she really does like, like last week she basically got her way right with like neither yeah. Devin or Jordan going in this week. We see her strategize with Nani and them and basically saying like, yeah, there's nothing else in them can do. Like, um, Tori's like undercover, great political player uh maybe uh but yeah, I do i'm with you it, she's, i do think it, it could get it. exposed um pretty soon because it's just you can't always have your cake and eat it right um and if people start to see that you're doing that which it seems like nelson and fessy see that then we'll we'll see what happens there right like eventually we should get to a point where this starts to catch up and the vets have to turn on each other and people might not think too fondly back on all the votes that Tori is subtly, not so subtly controlled. But yeah. I don't know. They're also closing in on a final, I, I would think, not too far in the future. And Tori's been extremely safe and in control since week one. So I am prepared to give her a good amount of credit here, along with Mariah, for some very successful politicking, Joseph. Yeah. Yes, it always helps to. Actually, it doesn't always help. Uh, I was gonna say, yeah, uh, Morgan, Morgan Willett, uh, yeah, everything, everything with that. But um, yeah, I, I think Mariah is a lot better than like we might think. 
uh, in, in some ways. I think strategically, the stuff she was doing here was fine, even though I said you shouldn't have to go out of your way. I'd rather her do that than be the typical passive rookie who just kind of waits to get sent in, right? Um, yeah, I, I'm not seeing any flashes of brilliance from Mariah. I'm not going to lie. She got, but a, she seems she got fine. a trivia question, right? That I was, I was surprised by. I think that was another thing. Well, she she spelled that word right. That's what it was. Upper echelon for sure of, yeah. of, of challengers in general, yes. let alone rookies. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. And, and, and she said your girl's a speller after that. And I thought that was funny. And I was like, <laughs> it was a good a show. It, look, it's, it's honestly hard to spell. Without a pen and paper, doing it under all the pressure. I, I do think that's harder than it looks, for sure. Yes. So good for her for getting that right. Um, but beyond that, I don't know. I'm, I'm not seeing anything too crazy. I don't think your teams are that great. I do think I would have picked Jordan first a million times out of a million, like she did. But, uh, you know, beyond that, maybe not the greatest team building ever. Although, I, 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 I still don't think they're bad at all. I don't think, too, that, like, like Johnny characterized it as... Mariah getting manipulated by Fessy, and I don't see it like yeah. that. Like I, think I still she, don't get that either. Yeah, I think she did what she wanted. Um, maybe what she wanted wasn't like didn't pan out or whatever. Uh, but it seemed like they came to an understanding during the deliberation that hey, if you pick Jordan, I'm gonna pick Johnny. Like I, I think she knew what right. was gonna happen as far as that. Yeah, I'm glad you said this. I meant to bring this up myself too. As I was watching this episode, it's like I that, that storyline doesn't make sense, and they keep pushing it because they're they're throwing Fessy under the bus here once again. Uh, yeah. Can't can't argue with that. But that's not what happened. They literally just picked who they wanted. Like they were yeah. like, "Hey, should we just pick who we want because we can't really agree?" Yes. And then they did a schoolyard pick, and that's what happened. I don't I don't and, see any manipulation honestly, either. I think that sticking. Like, Anissa on that team by picking Jordan, like, I thought no that brainer. was a great move. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and, and it really hasn't come to fruition because they haven't done anything, like, endurance-based. Um, and who knows if that's going to happen. But I, I didn't think it was a, a bad play. No. Dude, That's it's so clearly the right move because you don't want her on your team to go against in an elimination she's going to win a lot of physical eliminations and yep. you really don't want her on your team in a final you want her on the other team uh i think it's it's such a no-brainer so i think that the pick'em played out exactly like you'd expect and it's it's honestly a little bit annoying and frustrating hearing fessy talk about how like well i tried to make a fair team and uh she just wasn't gonna work with me so <laughs> i guess i outplayed her it's like what's shit god fessy shut up i can't wait for his downfall once again you know yeah. it's coming every season it always does and that's the one thing that keeps me mentally sane watching fessy play these games so that's that's what I'm really holding on to. I don't know. Again. Every season, I'm worried he's gonna win. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. possible, but I I I feel confident. I think between the edit and his uh, his his weaknesses in a few areas that he doesn't quite grasp, I I don't see him winning a final anytime soon. I know it's possible. I know it's very possible. Yeah. But I've, I just yeah. don't, I don't. I believe, man. I believe. So. Yeah, um, I guess uh, I found this whole sequence more uh, compelling than you. Um, but um, Mariah does go up to Nani to eat her own. Promises everything. We kind of went through that already, and yeah, it was kind of a anticlimactic. Narice gets voted in, um, mm -hmm. and then we get to the dagger pull. 
where I was like, in my head, I'm like, for sure, like Nani's gonna like pick the same tagger, <laughs> right? Like, I know. Touche, <laughs> editors. You got yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. So that didn't end up coming to fruition. Uh, I'm sure they rigged it that way, but somebody deviated from what they were supposed to do, and then they uh, Mariah picks the safe dagger and um, decides to save Nani, which, as boring as it is, like that was the right thing to do. Um, keep Nani in there. You don't want any of those uh, targets on her back, like she said. And Amber goes in. And I thought Amber was just going to dominate her uh, once I saw the thing. Um, Nuri's put up a bigger fight than, than I thought. Yeah. And look, we're kind of yada yachting through the voting, but there's really not a lot to say. There are like three random rogue votes, one for each of Mariah, Amber, and Nani, but I don't think they're too important. Yeah. Uh, Fessy votes for Amber. That was kind of funny. But yeah, no huge surprises here. Nani is in the perfect spot. Uh, I just want to say she made both promises and then didn't draw the safe dagger, which I'm sure has happened a lot more times than we've seen aired, you know? So it's not like it's that bad a strategy right, or anything, but yeah. absolutely what she wants to happen. She wants to not pick the dagger here and two and three chance comes true. Um, the only thing that I feel a little bit differently about is I didn't think it was going to be such a slam dunk. I mean, Amber's got now a five and one elimination record and she's got a little bit of height on Norris, but her physical wins have been against Big T and Amber M. And then another like not too physical win against Corey Ellen Michelle. I did some research, by the way. This is definitely nice. not from memory. Impressive. Uh, and then she recently beat Darrell and Veronica, of course. So I I feel like her record is great, but her physical prowess might be a little bit overstated. So I was expecting a toss up, and you were more right than me because Amber gets the clean 2-0 win here. Yeah, and I thought it would be more, like I said, more of a blowout. I didn't think that Norris was going to hold on as long. We didn't even bring up the so fact that this is, this is not a pole wrestle. This is a Pato uh, brawl. Um, I didn't yes. really have any thoughts about it, to be honest. Um, yeah. Cool, I guess. You know, Fun wrinkle. Something different. Yeah. Um, but I, I like it. it. It got them into maybe some weirder positions maybe than you typically would on like just a normal pole wrestle. And uh, apparently Amber was very good at that. I was surprised Chauncey, like... Uh, <laughs> Call down the confessionals her flexibility in the bedroom. I guess it was like an easy <laughs> joke, but in my head, I'm just like, her, their parents watch this show, right? Like, like, I don't know. But whatever. They're having it was fun. a good one. Look, it's MTV. I mean, come on. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I want more of this. Good, yeah, go yeah. For, good for Chauncey. Thought that was no, a good one. Oh, little, yeah. One By the way, they are like the perfect couple. <laughs> like, they both just seem <laughs> like the male and female version of each other. Just like super sweet, uh, strong people. Yeah. Like, wow, very wholesome of you to say. I yeah, I agree. And it's nice to see Amber get some friends in the game for once, I would like yeah. to add. You know, I think the more we see, I think the more... I, we, we've talked about Amber and like her how bizarrely she is hated by a lot of the cast when she plays yeah. some of these games. And it's really confusing because you go back to Big Brother and she came out of that with a really great reputation from all the feed watchers. And... The, you know, really not a bad word against her. Didn't really like people her. just hate her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's so weird, man. It's, it's the weirdest thing. And I'm coming down on the side where like, like, I think I mentioned where the smoke, there's fire sometimes. Usually that's a good rule to go by, but really seems like it's all smoke with Amber and she, she does seem like a real sweetheart. So, yeah, you know, I, nice to see her uh, do well. I think it's a lot of groupthink mentality. 
Uh, I think like once like one person doesn't like her or whatever, then it's like easier for other people to be like, oh yeah, I see, you know, because it helps them fit in or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And also, like I've pointed out before, she's just like such a sweetheart that people know they can kind of bag on her without too much blowback. Uh, like I don't think Amber or I'm sorry, Amanda would get the same amount of like uh, bullying or I don't know how you want to characterize it uh, that Amber does, but yeah. Yeah, maybe it's all that a little bit above. Yeah, but Amber um, gets the win, five and one but, now in eliminations. But, by the way, uh, one thing I want to flag out: Amber was like she played rugby. You, you know, like she's like a physical oh, girl. You know what I mean? So that that was like part I of my thinking with with like stuff like that. I'm like she's like gone against girls who I'm sure are bigger than her or her same size. Like you know what I mean? I don't I don't know if there's like weight classes for rugby or anything. So I think pretty much anybody can do it, right? Um, yeah, so, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I wouldn't so, know. I, yeah, I, 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 tennis, I have no More clue. Of a tennis that, and pickleball that is, guy. Th- yeah, I did wrestling, but uh, I am even too soft for uh, rugby, probably. So Amber's got, you know, Amber's got some heart. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, it's so I, I. That's why I maybe overestimate her a little bit, but obviously she won. Uh, it wasn't going to be that close, uh, but Narista put up a good fight. Yeah, for sure. It, yeah. Listen, rule of thumb, if a sport has weight classes, I'm not playing it. That's all I know. So <laughs> yeah. if you're looking for physical sport advice or experience, look elsewhere. Uh, yeah. That's all you. But, yeah, that's and that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, we, we see, like, tell me if I'm missing something, but we see Norris get the good news. She's not out of it yet. All, all she has to do is have Scubinelli survive uh, in this game, and she still has a shot. And... I guess this is the last thing I wanted to talk about. I'm curious what your take is. I'm kind of, I'm kind of digging this twist. I'm just not sure if I would have liked it better if they knew this format. Uh, I think it could have made it more interesting, but you also lose like the, the kind of karmic um, repercussions for people like Fessy who don't give a flying fuck about their rider dies and get punished for it as a result. But what do you think? Do you wish they got told or not? And do you, do you like this twist now that we've seen it for two weeks and it's kind of settling in? I kind of, I actually think that it might not be a good idea to tell them in some respects, because then you have that whole thing of like, oh, I don't want to make this big move, because what if they come back, right? There's always different ways that things like that come back in terms of game strategy that that are a little bit hard to predict. So that's a good thought, I think. You know, we we should think things through, and I definitely have not done that yet. But... I don't know. For me, I think it, it, on the plus side, it raises the stakes a lot of all of these deliberations where some people already don't really want their ride or die to get in. I think now they really don't want the ride or die to get in. And yet it's going to happen. You know, someone on some team is going to have their ride or die get voted in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think it's interesting. Um, I, I like this. I like this twist. Um I think that I would maybe prefer them having a hint about it rather than outright yeah. telling them. I think that That's would be a good idea. I think that would be better. I do think letting at least two eliminations play out with them in the dark is fine, but if they wanted to tell them like during the next challenge, would I be opposed to that or like like I said maybe hinting at it? Uh, like if TJ was just like and you want to take care of and trust me, you want to take care of your ride or dies in this game or something like that, right? Something start subtle and maybe get less subtle, and this would be great TV because you know Fessy's not gonna clock in on any of it at all at any point. <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah. it would feel more vindicating when he gets punished for not heeding the warning signs. I think it would have been interesting to hear them talk about it. Like maybe TJ says something offhand, real offhand um, at the beginning. And I think he did say at the beginning of the game, he keeps referring to like, hey, remember what I said? Like your rider dies everything in this game or something, which is good. I could have done with a flashback. But then when they change the format and have the two teams things, it's like start with something super subtle and then gradually kind of repeat these clues. And then let's start seeing the Jordans and the the Devons and the Tories and the Nieces and like the other more savvy players uh, like start to clue in on this and start to talk about it and wonder and yeah. think about if this is actually going to be a thing. I, I think, think that'd be fun to watch. I think if they do eventually reunite into pairs for like two or three more dailies, I think that the way that they have formatted this season is one of the best ways they formatted it in a very long time. I think if that's the road we're going to go down. Cheers, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. Really cool. It's worked. It's worked pretty well overall. Yeah. And it's been pretty much all new and we, we don't say that often. So yeah. good job. I think, yes. I think you're right. The format has generally worked this season. So two things I want to flag up before we get off. Uh, one, uh, I really like Norris. Uh, I was I was sad to see her go. I was happy to see her when she found out she had another opportunity. It seems like she really does ride for Nelly, and uh, we're rooting for Nelly. Um, she seems <laughs> smart and like a competitor, and I thought she was great this season. If this is the last time we see her, yeah, and I'd be surprised if it was. She's kind of got everything. I meant like this season, <laughs> like if she gets right. That's what I meant. What do you say? Sorry, I missed it. I said it. I meant like if she gets back into the game this season. That's what I meant by that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah but we can still eulogize her a little bit, right? For now. Right, right. Uh, yeah. She li- listen. She's got it all. She's athletic. She's done really well in the challenges. She's you know been a great partner for Nelly T. She's hooked up on the show. She's. Very attractive. Uh, yes. Like, what more do they cast for on these shows? I would be shocked if she doesn't come back again. Yeah, I think especially with this love triangle storyline, like, lock her in. <laughs> like, I feel like, I feel like, <laughs> yeah, she's got everything you want in, in that regard. The second thing I wanted to talk Choked about up twice. Yes, was <laughs> yeah, not once. I feel, I feel like we, if Amber gets another win. We might need to start talking about her in goat conversations for females. Is oh that my crazy? God. Is whoa, that crazy? Yeah, whoa, whoa. Pump the brakes there, buddy. Whoa. Goat yes. conversation. Okay. I don't know if I'm ready for that, but go go ahead. Make your case. Yeah. She wins on her first season. Whether or not anybody wants to say like how she got there or whatever, she, there was a lot of women on that season uh, like to start with, right? And she was the last one standing. Pretty impressive. She beat Cam and them. I know she had CT, but her endurance was what won her that final, right? Um, on her first season. She has a 5-1 and one record in eliminations. You can go through them and be ticky-tacky, but she beat some people, right? And then her only loss, I remember, Corey Bettina, like, came back from behind. Like, like Amber was, like, winning the elimination with her partner and they got caught up in something. I think it might have been a little bit his fault, too. And Corey and Bettina have, like, a miracle win, which was impressive. But, like, it was close, right? Like, I, like, I think our one glaring weakness might be, like, the puzzles and stuff like that. Uh, but, like I said, too, she's done rugby. She's, like, a physical beast. She's super nice. Like, I, 
obviously these people are against her and maybe politically she's not great because of that but like we've also said it seems to be like incredulous like we don't know why this is happening um so yeah Hmm. i i think if she got another win especially despite all these people coming after her like that's pretty damn impressive okay all right um listen uh, Joseph, I I let you have the floor. Yes. You you did not sway me. I am not ready to put Amber in the goat conversation yet. I'll tell you why, but I, I will acknowledge some of the things you said. I I would put her in the very good conversation. Um, here here's where I'm balking a little bit. Okay. I wins elimination wins a few very easy ones. Call it nitpicking if you want. I I don't think we've seen her get any super impressive wins yet, but it is a good. Solid record, of course. I mean, Big T and Amber M and Hall Brawl, those don't even count. Like, that's, like, okay, that's freebie. That's, uh, okay. you know, go directly to go. Collect $200, you know, that right. kind of thing. Um, she has really never been too in control of the game at any point, I don't think. Uh, has a lot of people trying to get her out a lot of the time. And here's the big one against her. Do you remember when she went up against Tori this season? Uh, last episode on that, you know, uh, over water <laughs> challenge where she kind of went down yeah. giggling in about three <laughs> seconds. That wasn't a great look. Um, I think she kind of gets destroyed by the Tories and the Laurels of, of this world in any physical elimination. And for that reason, I am not prepared to put her in that upper echelon, if she, even if she gets the win. Okay, so counter argument to that. Um, oh god we're we're going off the rails man thanks yeah, for yeah. listening everybody by the way uh let me just squeeze that in real quick and then then you got the floor yeah <laughs> subscribe if you haven't yet and we would love that we would appreciate that we do this for fun uh so just want to throw that out there you, you got to do it you got to do it as a guy who works on youtube all the time um and we'll see yeah, you next week uh, okay joseph go yeah. ahead yeah go ahead so let's yeah. hear it to that Jordan is not a good political player. Uh, Definitely one of the goats. He might be one of the worst political players in some respects. Um, So I get what you're saying about Amber, but like, I do think that her capability in some of these is kind of overcomes that. And also too, I think Jordan would lose a lot of physical eliminations against like a lot of guys, right? Jordan. Um, Still one of the goats. So disagree. Hard disagree. Dude, I think, come on, I I don't know, man. I I feel like if he if you put him in like against Landon in his prime, like I think Landon takes that. I think Darrell would take that. I think a lot of guys would take that over him. I think he loses exactly Hall Brawl and um, Pole Wrestle against big guys, and that's about it. Well, those are like the main physical eliminations. They're big eliminations. There's usually one of each of them on a season, but yeah. I. I feel like he has a great chance in any other elimination that we've seen against anybody. Yeah. Okay, here, I, let me ask you this. Okay. You ready? Right. You, Amber in the goat conversation. Who who else is in the, the goats? The goats on the women's side with Amber. Okay. Okay. If Amber got two more wins, would you would you no, entertain it? Oh, there it is. Cause, okay. Cause, cause, no, I'm starting to agree with you. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But I I think that. Like, 
the quickness in which she would have gotten these wins would also be impressive. But I see what you're saying. Like, maybe I, she should not be yeah. put in the same convo as, like, the Evelyns of the world or, or anything like that. But it's also, like, Laurel only has one win, right? Like, so if, like, Amber had two, and despite all these people coming after and everything, it's like, what do you really, like, you know? So it's, it's, it's tricky. Yeah, I've never been one to judge solely based on wins. I think it's a little more nuanced with that. Usually, you know, Laurel's got a lot of finals, a lot of close calls, and an insane elimination record. So these are the things that kind of buoy her up a little bit. But I, I'm also not like totally opposed to your idea. I would say that uh, we got the Hall of Fame and then we got the Hall of Very Good. And I think if Amber wins, she would be squarely in the Hall of Very Good for now. And then if she won the next season after that, now we're talking. Okay, now we're talking three out of four. These are rarefied numbers, uh, especially in the modern age where very few people win a season. So, yeah, they, you got me there. Uh, I'd say she'd be on the Hall of Very Good looking into the Hall of Fame if she won this season, possibly dependent on another very good finish and then 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 we can talk but to me this is just just a touch premature at this point in time at this juncture right right definitely like i said if she wins again um okay. you know if if she goes home like midway through again then it's like all right well she's just another you know competitor um but yeah specifically if she wins or even if she puts on a good performance and like chauncey is the reason they lose or something okay all right. Well, yeah. listen, I'm, I'm delighted that we got to debate the merits of Amber's uh, Hall of Fame status at the end of this podcast. I guess I just put a lot of stock into winning, especially when it's like, you know, when you do it early and often. No, I, I don't disagree. Winning is super important. You got to be able to win a final. Here's where we agree for sure. You know, being the best elimination king or queen doesn't mean shit if you can't win a final. I just think Laurel absolutely can win a final and has gotten, like, yeah. if anything, a little unlucky to not win one more along yeah. the way. But uh, we're I'm, I'm really splitting hairs at this point. I realize that. So, yes, I agree. you got to be able to win a final. If you're really good at winning a final and then you can also get to a final often, like Amber might be good at, then yes. don't I wouldn't totally disagree. And this is what I love about podcasting with you. You never know what historical the challenge question we're gonna raise and, and debate and last along thing, the way last thing i swear um we talk <laughs> about how her political game is like bad but a lot of that might be like we've said a function of winning her first season a function of a little bit of jealousy a little bit of we got to get rid of her because she's good so uh, that target that's on her is the direct result of her success in 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 a way sure i She's got the amber effect. She's got the amber aura about her. It's yeah. been present ever since her first season of Big Brother. She makes people dislike her despite being seemingly very yeah. nice. Uh, we, we don't get it. So, yeah. Right. And, and yeah. it might be a little Just bit of Big Yuhas syndrome for her in that regard. Well. <laughs> that Deep really... Deep you've lost... If there's anybody still listening, they're gone. <laughs> Big yeah. Yuhas syndrome. <laughs> very obscure reference. That's I, when you know we have to end the podcast. That's it, exactly. So let's do that. <laughs> Resting Nick Yuas face, you know, we gotta <laughs> If you don't know now you know. It's like an inside reference. I don't think anyone knows what that is besides us two. We anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh let's just end this. Thanks for listening. As always, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna come up with a extremely 
unique and niche question for you about one of these players. We're going to debate it at the end of next week's podcast. So get ready for that. It's going to be like... I don't think this is crazy, by the way. She's 5-1. and one. She's won her first season. Like, I'm cutting now. you off. I'm cutting yeah. you off. All right, we got to stop this before it goes on again. All right, all right. Thanks Take for listening, easy, everybody. This has been Hello Reality. Love you all, and see you next time. Bye. <laughs>